What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the Kings Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. What's going on, Meals? Um, I am updating my resume. No cause for concern yet. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I am doing that. And you want to do an impromptu office hours? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean. <laughs> 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 I mean, you got a home office. What are you talking about? Um, it's still in an office. Uh, it's in, in spirit. Um, I'm trying to like figure out, all right, how do you determine the swath of opportunities they are with one, the experience that you have and also the role that you have? Because I know people, I know when I was a kid, I defined myself by what degree I got, right? And yeah. most people will tell you that. And I've learned growing up that even like when it comes to getting your degree, and I used to tell my students this back when I worked at the school, I was like, listen, <clears throat> you're still growing up. Like this isn't the end all be all. Most people who end up getting a degree in something usually do not get the job and whatever they got their degree for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, I'm trying to figure out, okay, what are the swath of opportunities there out me for out there for me? And how do you like determine that if you've ever gone through this? I think like the one thing out there is that there's just too much stuff. Like there's too many jobs that just have like these really ambiguous wordings. Like just going on LinkedIn now, I'm like, it's it's overwhelming. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and then it's like the different levels of all of all of the jobs and shit like that. Like, I, I think that, like, figuring out what you want to do and what you want to be is, like, even harder than it was before. Because Bro. <laughs> I, I have no clue. I'm literally out here. I'm like, well, I'm on the job market again. <laughs> yeah. Like, but here's the are, thing. Do you apply to anything or do you, like, apply to things that you're interested in? And then it's, like, all the other parameters of, like, pay and all these other things you got to take into account now. Like, it's definitely tougher to look for jobs now yeah yeah it's it's way tougher to look for jobs now i i think that <clears throat> you also take into account like it's it's somehow gotten way more competitive because of all of the layoffs and shit like that that have been going on like it's it's been really like it's been really rough you know what i mean like it's it's been a really rough go at it and i think that when you redo your resume you have to like have multiple versions like i've i've, I've done this and i've seen people do this and i've done it myself and you got to have a version for if you apply for, uh, you know, specific type of job or one because you have to you have to expand upon like your strengths and all of these resumes. You know what I mean? I right. think that on a years, I think the gap in, in like the gap in employment, people don't ask about that no more. I don't know if people know this, but people don't ask about that shit no more. Be real. Good. I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> people. They really don't. <clears throat> they really don't ask about that shit no more. Like. I didn't put the job that I quit from Con Edison that I talk about. I didn't put it. I, it's not on my resume because I worked there for five weeks. <laughs> and, yeah. then I was, and then I was consequently unemployed for like three months after that. And I just, the people ask me and I tell them if they really want to know. But yeah, they usually don't ask me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's it, who goes all the way back to 2016, like in, in your, your job history. You know what I'm saying? Like people are putting right. like too big like i've seen resumes of people talking about they're still like when they were a cashier i'm like take that shit off like they don't care about that (laughs) (laughs) 
probably really don't care about that. You know, it's like, really got to be like, yeah, like curated, catered towards the job that you're looking for. Right. Um, but then I also get lost in LinkedIn, right? Like I'll go through this LinkedIn rabbit hole and then suddenly I feel like I'm applying for jobs that I have no business applying for. But just because now it's been like a month or it's been a couple of weeks, you haven't heard anything. You're like, let me continue trying to look out there for what's there. Suddenly I'm applying to some shit in like Hampton, Pennsylvania, um, because it's a remote position that also requires this and like all these other stuff like that. And I'm just like, bro, this is, it's too much, man. It's really is. Um, I applaud one of my friends who worked at this other, who worked at my job with me. We were like, I don't know if you ever have like your ride or die at your job, like someone you can talk to about anything. And then someone who always just like down for anything at the job. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about my last job. We'd go on projects and I have to go on site visits and I just pull up and I'd be like, yo, I'm coming too. Fuck it. Whatever. Be out. Yeah. Just to um, learn. Just to yeah. learn. You know? Yeah. Not even just to learn for to hang. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did that just to hang. She was she was the person who um every time I would go record the A show, I'd tell her, like, yo, if anyone asks, I stepped out. And she's like, got you. Right. And so she was like, when she was ready to quit, she was like, I don't care. I'll work at a coffee shop. It really doesn't matter to me. Like, I just want to do shit that I enjoy. And that's what I'm trying to, like, chase, right? Like, continuing yeah. to do things that I enjoy. I had this great experience Friday when I went into the office. And I was like, man, I'm really getting to do things that I, like, really wanted to do or set out to do. And I'm really enjoying this. And it would be tough if I lost this job. But it would also be very realistic in this kind of, like, climate that we're in. Right. Um, but now I'm like, how do I continue to like, you know, find stuff like this? And where do I can do? Because it can't just all be on LinkedIn. Sometimes I go on Indeed, but Indeed will have you doing anything. To be honest with you, Indeed um, we have the strangest jobs. I'm, but the thing about LinkedIn is that it's LinkedIn to me also is like a clout fest. You see how many people that yes. are like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like I, I have like I work specifically in linkedin when you know my my job at riot i i did corporate communications but i also work with our talent acquisitions team right so a lot of my job was like looking at linkedin and, and seeing what you know people were resonating with <clears throat> in terms of our um our our uh recruiting comms and so i would just be like yo like this is a bunch of people like these are my five tips i'm like who are you <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Tips, who I don't even know who you are. Like, you get your like, foot in the door, man. I've been doing this for 20 years, been laid off for 16 jobs, but here's the five things that have worked the best for me to get those 15 jobs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so nah, it's definitely a cloud fest. It's definitely turned into LinkedIn is is a different story. Like, I like sharing my like minor victories. I like sharing a couple other things. I was surprised that so many people were very like receptive. To a lot of things that happened for me recently, but um, it's definitely cloud fest. It's definitely like a lot of it's going up and down and seeing like y'all don't care, yeah, <laughs> realistically. <laughs> but it's part of the it's part of the gig. I was, I just told my boy I was like, listen, just keep it updated, just update it from yeah. time to time. I I don't like going on there, but I do go on there from time to time to just be like refresh myself with the climate of like how everything is going seeing what's out there because to be honest with you i told my i told my boy listen 
you're probably not going to get a pay bump staying where you are. So you kind of have to hop to different jobs. Yeah. Um, that's how you, you know, maximize your opportunity for making money. Um, unless they're actually promoting you. Um, so I said, rare. listen, it's super rare. Um, so I just said, listen, just keep your, just keep it updated, but it's definitely looking throughout the, the vast sea that is the job market. It's definitely overwhelming. And that's probably the hardest part of like, I guess, putting yourself out there again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't even think I'm really putting myself back out there right now. <clears throat> like I'm, I'm literally like, you should chill. So. Yeah, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling right now. I'm, I'm I'm honestly really chilling, and and just like, because uh, the opportunity, the I feel like the opportunity will come to you. Like not like come to you, come to you. Like you still got to put yourself out there in a sense. It's maybe a ninety ten kind of vibe. Well, what but... what's crazy is how much support I've been seeing and and getting from just so many people like within the games industry and stuff like that. Like. They they really are just coming to to you like they they're like hey like we got this shit going on we got this going on like let us know when you're ready what you want to do and I'm like all right bet like say no more you know what I mean like I I think that's like to to me the the craziest part about this whole situation would you ever pursue a like freelance project by project kind of vibe like, yeah after I ever... have like, after I have kids and I'm more established yeah okay all right. Because I was thinking about that as well. I mean, I'm not fully experienced, but yeah. My, my rate needs to go up first. I think I need one more good bag, and then I can say, okay, I can consult for the rest of my life. I think ultimately right. like, my goal is to do the things that I love full time and then do the things I don't like to do like on like a, like a quarterly basis. Right. <laughs> like, and be sought out for those opportunities, right? Like having that, um, having that cachet, but also having that reputation. Um, to be able to start off for like, you need to go to Justin. Like you need to get that guy right there because he's yeah. he gonna fix your. He understands the language in ways you don't understand. Out of my job, I'm going. I'm doing this thing. Um, oh God, let me not even talk about it. <laughs> it's just a funny. I'll talk about it on Patreon maybe. Funny way she pronounced it, but um, <laughs> but it's because I know how to pronounce it, which I feel like I'm way more qualified to <laughs> to handle this. <laughs> um than other places but yeah i mean that's just kind of where i'm at now i opened up linkedin this morning i'm trying to like reacclimate myself there i updated my resume this morning trying to figure things out there and um i'm I f i'm still doing like freelance stuff i hit up crunchyroll the other day so i'm doing something with them pretty soon and uh crunchyroll love crunchyroll the role of crunch. I I <clears throat> I started like what first four of JJK part two season mm. two part, then I stopped again. You know me. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a lot to think. But you're about to you're the fights are about to get fighting. You know. That, I know. Right? It's just it's, I I you know what happens. I try and watch the shit in the morning. Like that'd be the worst part. We try to watch. The yeah. shit in the morning. I don't know what violence you're gonna get in the morning, bro. <laughs> you, that's like, like an afternoon lunch thing, bro. <laughs> I'll be fading in and out during the show. <laughs> like I, gotta, I gotta like turn this on when I can like actually pay attention to it. Shout out to shout out to um and Quan's gonna think because Quan was on the show a couple weeks and we didn't even get to talk about it. Um I've been using my peacock to watch traders. <laughs> and Yo. what a great show, man. You need to tap in. It's a great 
psychological thriller. It's a. <laughs> I love Traders. I watch it. You do watch it? Wow. Yeah, okay. I watch Traders. I watch Traders. I do watch Traders. It's, My it's wife. It's a great got, show. My wife got into the first season. I'm I'm behind, but um, yeah. I got into it because Bananas and CT were on it, and um, I don't know if you watched the first episode. Um, I did. Yeah. Well. Well, but here's the thing about it is that my wife wanted to watch it and turns on episode one and she's and she's and she like falls asleep and I was just like, You're falling asleep, we're supposed to be watching this together. She was like, I just wanted to see who got the who were the traitors and then just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's nuts. Like when she found out it was a black lady, she like literally just dozed off. Like she was like, Okay, my work here is done. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Listen, it's here. a great show. It's a great show. Um, I'm a fan. Shout out to Peacock for getting me to watch anything else but WWE. Um, Listen, man, what a week! <laughs> what a week, right? Here what we a, are. What a past two weeks for just everything. How do we? Last week we had to talk about one thing that was tough to talk about, and, and just you know things that were disgusting that were happening that we had to talk about this mm-hmm. week. Something else disgusting happened that we have to talk about. Hey man, and just the following up, the, a quick follow up to disgusting from last week. Did you see the report? The John Laurinaitis. Yeah. <laughs> I, too. <laughs> I too was a victim in all of this actually. And I was like, you dirty motherfucker, man. I hate nasty niggas. niggas, man. Nasty diggers, man. Like I, but, but, but now because of that, right? Yep. People are doing again, continuing with this winch hunt. That they're like Triple H has to be involved. He had to have known. And I'm like, bro, what do you gain from this? Nothing. <clears throat> they gain absolutely. You lose a lot actually from this. Yeah, <laughs> you gain absolutely the fuck nothing from any of this. So ultimately. What's happening right now is you have a situation where John Laurinaitis is trying to like white knight himself in in so many words. <laughs> where he is, you know, the the dashing hero <laughs> of the story. And you know what? I don't think that that's a uh, I don't think that's a winning strategy, Mills. What do you think? Nah, no, <laughs> nah, like they got the text, bro. Like they got everything. It's a, yeah. I, you would have to really be able to sell a history of being victimized by it. And John Laurinaitis's public perception is just like, my public perception of him is based on Bruce Pritchard's podcast, which I think <laughs> accurately, and then also Jim Cornette's podcast <laughs> and everyone else who has actually worked with him. Who just says, yeah, this man's an ass kicker, a kisser, and he just does whatever Vince tells him to do. Um, yeah, it, it looks to be the truth in this sense. But to me, though, Mills, it looks like they're not rocking with each other no more. And it's essentially two crooks trying to snitch on each other right now. Because, <laughs> well, uh, you know, he looks terrible in front of his, um, the Bellas, the Garcias came out and it was like, listen, and that's what, that's another thing too, right? Like, this is the industry that introduced them to their mother, and now they got to realize like their stepfather is a sicko and all this other shit. Like crazy times, crazy existence. But yes, we have a new crazy this week. 
I, do we want to talk about this? I, I do. I want to talk about this out of context of SmackDown because there was another segment. There was another segment on SmackDown that I felt like deserves that with with this like like unfettered. This you right, know what right. I mean deserves the the attention um, <clears throat> that that it deserves. And I think so. I, I would love to talk about the situation, kind of like isolated itself, and then the crowd reaction and the public reaction from it online that is apparently too online but not online enough not too online enough to actually exist online um but yeah i think it's let, let, let's get into it for sure yeah yeah um because <clears throat> i mean this is our long form for the week i mean i don't think there's anything i got a monet watch if you want <laughs> She recorded some some vignettes in a really <laughs> terrible. I'm back to the. I'm back in AEW. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how to do this thing. Why did he say that? I'm Mercedes Monet. <laughs> Mercedes Monet talks like she uh, is dubbed. Her voice is dubbed. <sighs> You're gonna hear a lot more talking over the next couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure it's part of Tony Khan's big announcement for this week. Oh, he got the big announcement this week. It's going to start off, AEW's back in Boston on this date. And then there's going to be another major announcement that Mercedes Monet has has signed to AEW. And then there's going to be another major announcement that she will indeed be at the Boston show from the previous announcement. (laughs) And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be Money Talks with a, uh, with with a... (laughs) With the campaign that centers around the Chris Tucker movie of the same name. <laughs> I'm back wrestling and AW. Bitches better get with it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that took that segment way further than I was going to. So I appreciate that. I was just literally going to say that. I'm telling you, bitches, I'm back to wrestle. <laughs> we are no one will no one will aggregate this um this week Dwayne Johnson Dwayne the Rock Johnson let's start let's start from the beginning we last week we said last week I ended the show and I said hopefully we won't have any make it make sense moments next Mm. week that was the last thing that I said on this very show one week ago. Hopefully, we won't have any make it make sense moments, you know, like Charlotte and Asuka, you know, things like that that just made no sense that we we argue about often, yes. right? <clears throat> WWE said, hold my beer. <laughs> they hit the Cam Newton nodding gif. <laughs> Instead, they they too they they there there's too much uh there there's too much uh what what is it there, there's too much positivity going on right now let's let's make it a little bit negative right mm-hmm. we get the confirmation that Cody was going to be on SmackDown I think later that day we get the confirmation that uh I thought Seth was going to be on there what was that confirmed or was that Cody saying nah, he just Seth, nah, Seth? he was never going to be there no. so we we get that happening. Roman's gonna be there. I was like, Roman kind of has to be there. It's like after it's after Rumble, he usually 
he's he's there. He's gonna be there. Yeah. <clears throat> we wait for two hours. Let me tell you, I knew something was up. You texted me, you know, full disclosure. Meals texted me and said, "Buddy, strap in." <laughs> I said, <laughs> "What did I say?" I said something shit like I was just like because again I the said, delay. I said, I said H in his bag. He said, you said he hopped out of it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was so confused. I was just like, huh? But. Hold on, hold on. I'm going going back to it. I'm going back to it. I'm going back. Because we we texted a fucking lot. (laughs) Oh, you said you're in in for a ride on SmackDown tonight. (laughs) I said, oh, God, am I going to be mad? And you said, yes. And I said, or H in his is or is H in his bag. And you said he leapt out the bag. He leapt out, not jumped out. He leapt out the bitch. <laughs> the ran for cover, nigga. Because <laughs> he said the lights are too bright. <laughs> it's too bright. Actually, they're not bright enough, is what he said. <laughs> yeah, the lights are too bright. I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry, J5. I tried to make sense of it, but I couldn't. I have to make it make sense. Listen. Listen to me right now. Cody comes out, or Roman comes out. I, for one, I knew something was up when he came out at, at 9.30. I said, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Amen. Good, because, shoot. Well, nah, he came out, and he was, he was doing his thing, Fizzle, man. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was to the nines. He was to the nines. Have you noticed how, how, how little Cody's talking during all of this stuff? Like, he's literally As- been interrupted, like, all of that. Like, he's, he's talked very little. I wonder if that's intentional. I think it is. I think it is. I think he may, he hopes to have his words mean things. And um, he knows it's kind of like, it's very combustible, especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, he comes out. We finally get the face to face. He asked everyone to leave the ring, and I was like, "Are we, we going to talk about what else he said on the Patreon?" Oh, oh no, you know, yeah. Let's talk about the Roman. Well, I want to talk about the Roman thing after this because okay. the Roman thing, like, there are so many. I want to get to every faux pas of this actual segment before okay. we get because I don't want to talk about this anymore after we 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 get through this because I think this neither the, do the, I. The biggest thing is that like what they did wrong. <laughs> right like it is it's like everything yes. they did wrong <clears throat> during this segment so first off let's be clear roman reigns comes out he cuts a promo talking about it, it strangely enough meals i thought it was it was super odd that roman was like kind of like it, it it seemed out of pocket or like not natural or, or normal for roman to um be actually not begging, but wanting Cody to face him. Was that not weird to you? That's not usually what he does. I think, yeah. I think it was the the mere fact that I think both champions are lobbying in a way. Whereas, I mean, Seth is being very direct with it, but Roman is being very indirect with it. Even though he's saying, like, you could be A, B, or you could be, you know, go up against it. And I'm like, you're he's still begging. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he still like, wants the match. <laughs> Cody is like the debutante. Like he shouldn't. This is not for for one character wise. This was not the characters that we saw last Saturday, where Roman holds up his title. Cody's pointing at Roman. That's the direction. That's the fucking direction, right? Now we're getting Roman being like, "Y'all want to be with me, right? Y'all want to fuck with me? 
with me, my nigga. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? What is going on? What What is happening here? So we we get that, you know, we we go through that part of the promo. Um, then he starts kind of getting real disrespectful. Meals. He starts saying, "Oh, uh, Seth." says something about he said oh exactly no pop he says seth rollins exactly no uh, pop i mean the stand up the stand up part is just it was an all timer the segment was going in an all time direction you know what i'm saying yeah. because he was in his bag there was a bounce in the shoulders as he's letting it out he's doing like performance comedy he's walking with a limp he's like if these niggas want to you know when Roman is about to hit the ha 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 ha, he starts hitting the fake laugh, ha ha ha, the ha ha ha, that that shit. I'm like, all right, he's, he's doing like, a full stand up routine. <laughs> he's he's like, yo, you ain't even got a knee and all this other stuff, and and he's just like, you talk about me not being there. He's just like, I make I make ten times the money you you got. You want and Seth Rollins? I, I show up ten times less than you. You know, Da-da-da-da. he's like, I was like, what is this? <laughs> deaf comedy <laughs> tribal comedy jam that's because what the shit was <laughs> i don't even know what the hell it was trying to be but it it came off as like let's just be clear here looking at this promo more than like for the past couple of days everyone was off everyone felt like they had just been told something literally before they walked out hey, like that's what that's how i felt about it would you so you feel like someone do you feel like Roman carried that promo himself and like all the things that he wanted to hit, or was he told to do it? Improv. Because, okay, because if or I was improv. Seth, I would be pretty tight. Like, yeah, I would be too. I think that he, I think that if the storyline is as it's set now, without us like going you know too far into it, but you guys probably know what's going on. But it's like, it, you know, as it's set is that it's these two champions basically facing off against each other. I get that Roman is the is the is the standoffish, put offish. You know what I mean? Like he he's trying to shit on people, not like that. And I think that for someone who understands the business, like I would imagine that he does, I just don't think he should have done or, or gone that far. I thought he went too far. I, I thought think he went so as well. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. It was funny as fuck, but yes, he went too far. Yeah, he he went a bit too far there, and I thought that that did not make him look good. And I it thought didn't it didn't make it in in conjunction with what the public perception was of Seth Rollins after Monday anyway because exactly. everyone and I mean everyone was calling Seth Rollins a pick me oh why are you begging you're the world champion everybody and for him to just like kind of compound it with essentially like you listen he's the B champion this is what he does he doesn't get paid more than me he doesn't do things better than me he works more than me but I still make more than him like all types of other shit like that like it was a little bit of it was much it's funny as fuck but it was much. Yeah. It, uh, and again, like <clears throat> we laugh, but I was just like, if what happened after this didn't happen, we would look at it and be like, okay, that was out of pocket, but at least we see where, where it's going now. You know what I'm right. saying? But I don't see that at all. I just see, I mean, I really just see Seth being disrespected. You know what I mean? That's, that's, and that's all I saw. Cody comes out, cuts a promo, says that uh you know he makes it very clear that he wants Roman's title he wants that title uh he wants to see Roman lose everything he wants to be the one to do it just not at WrestleMania at this point I'm I cocking, let out a, I let out a Scooby Doo <laughs> I cocked my motherfucking head uh Mr. Meals and I said uh <laughs> I said huh what what happened here 
come on come on dice <laughs> i was like what well, what's going on here are, are we are we are we okay are are we having fun here are we still having fun and he said he was taking counsel well okay so your reaction when he said not at wrestlemania i again scooby-doo like what are we huh what why huh right. but then it's because i don't know if you were on social media earlier in the day um it showed the rock working out at a gym at birmingham alabama <laughs> i hate this nigga so much uh, we're gonna get into the rock section now, let's just get into rock section cody yeah. says he's been taking counsel from someone and he knows you better than i do or, or he knows you better than anybody in the world and i'm like does he does he and at that point, I was like, fuck. Because mind you, I hadn't read spoiler talk. So when I did scroll up, I did see that some people had reported he was backstage. But they also reported that Punk was backstage. So they could be, it could be, to me, it was like, it could have been anything, but it could have been nothing at the same time. You feel me? He, he, you know, he board a director. You can be wherever the fuck he wants to be. Exactly. And so The Rock comes out. It pops. And I think that at the time, the people there, I think if they knew what was what was popping off, they would have booted. They would have booted. You feel me? Yeah. Like. They they probably would have booted if they if they had figured it. I I don't think that it had processed to the people in that because no. after they to it, it was like oh fuck that. <laughs> like people was like nah fucking with it. Wait so, a damn minute is what everyone said collectively. Yeah. <laughs> they got damn minute. If, they got they got bamboozled, yo. If Cody's leaving the ring, then what the hell? Well, the way that it was done made him look like such a putz. It was he just like. Rock- so whack like Rock I, comes out hugs him they shake hands he hugs he says something to him and i'm like the rock loves to do this meals he loves to do the secret I, like, I'm, telling, I'm sharing some i'm sharing some bars with him i'm sharing yeah, some like, love with him my, my young my, my young boy <laughs> right? sharing something with my young boy you feel me like like no no no, no it's no, just no. it's just a moment between us I'm between two guys being guys. The, the mana was flowing. <laughs> Can't to mana. Him, listen, told him, listen, I respect your father. All types of it. Like, you know what it was. Come on. Fuck it was. You don't got to listen. You don't got to. And, and most importantly, Cody knew what it was. Yeah. Cody's Cody. Cody's facials. And I think a lot of people read into it. You got to remember this nigga was 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 at, was an actor. He went to acting school. So if he really was feeling the type of way about it, y'all would never know, because he's always he's always on. Think about the you know when Cody walks into a building and does that smile, then he gets serious like the Kanye shit. I hate that shit, but I know that he does it because he that you, like if you notice when he does that smile when he walks to the arena, he smiles because he he knows that's the part where the the fans are gonna cheer, right? That's when the because he can't hear it obviously because he pre taped it, but he knows that's when the fans cheer. Then he goes back to Sirius after he figures that they they stop cheering. That's why he does that shit. Like it's the psychology behind why he's such a good babyface. And I really want to get into why Cody's such a good babyface after we talk about this. But um, he he leaves in the Rock and Roman stare off, leaving us meals a whole three days to wonder what the fuck was that and what did that mean. Very much true, and it's because we ended up having the debate in the spoiler talk of the Discord. Um, regarding on what this was, because I was completely sure, still somewhat to an extent, um, that that final segment meant Cody was not going to WrestleMania against Roman. Matter of fact, he said it. So that's a double confirmation. Not at Mania. (laughs) Yeah. And 
He said, when I want f- it, not now. Sorry, but go ahead. Sorry. When they flashed the and the presser event, Las Vegas thing, I was like, oh, fuck. Um, and I was just, for one, the moment where the Cody thing left, I was like, this is so fucking whack. Like, this is so whack. Like, and don't get me wrong. Everyone's losing their mind. It's The Rock. I get it. I love The Rock. Like, everyone's losing their mind, but I could tell in this moment, like, there's some funny business going on, and I'm trying to, like, process it and trying to put it together because, again, six days before, Cody Rhodes is standing on the top of the turnbuckle pointing (laughs) to Roman Reigns. Reigns! Yes! After winning the Royal Rumble for the second year in a row. And I'm sorry, Rock is not a bigger deal than that because he's never won the Royal Rumble twice. He barely won it the first time. <laughs> yeah, he never won it twice in a row. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? That's all I could ask was what are we doing here? Because it just seemed, and then there's the reports. I mean, to me, it's one thing that's clear over the last number of days. It's also the dirt sheets have no idea what the fuck is going on either. <laughs> no fucking clue. Not a clue. Because they have bounced back and, and moved. Oh, it's not a work. This is happening now. It's a work. All types of other stuff like that. It, I, I, I Flabbergasted. Still to this day. Well, not so much as I was on Saturday. But again, it you know they didn't. Here's the thing that, that we were huffing as, as far as the copium. They hadn't announced anything, which is true. They still haven't. Right. Right. But I thought I think that that was them hedging their bets. What, what do you What do you think? They're, they're um, hedging, hedging their bets really hard right now to see how the fans feel about it. And I said this. I was like, this is like the worst because because again, the, the rumor comes out from Dave Meltzer that this is two and it's it's two or threefold here. Punk gets injured, so plans had to change. Here's why. Here's why I think that this is bullshit because Punk got injured during the he got injured during the Rumble, and that would have implied that he was supposed to win the Rumble. But for all for all we know, all we see right now, Punk was not going to win the Rumble. It was always going to be Cody. There was no change. Punk was not supposed to win the Rumble, and he got hurt anyway. That hurts Seth, not Cody. So what does it? What does right. Punk have to do with anything? Punk is, has has nothing to do with this. To where the Rock would need to come in. Seth will just find a new guy, and he probably won't main event, but he'll have a match, and a new guy will be there. That's the story. The uh, the other thing was to take away attention from Vince. Let me tell you something right now. If they if they're playing some type of five D chess meals, <laughs> where the idea is that we're gonna make you forget about Vince and all the stuff that's going on by doing the absolute worst thing we could do and sending the fans <laughs> home very mad, that's actually gonna make them talk about Vince more. So I I, I, I need think, someone to make that. I think they genuinely thought that The Rock, not only because the reception of the crowd, but I genuinely felt like they felt. Like people would be like, oh, this is awesome. The Rock is finally coming back to the ring. Um, which in all other instances, yes, it works. If in 2022 this happens, we're up. If 2021 this happens, we're up. If 2000 and what was it, 16, when this was mm-hmm. again supposed to happen, we're up. We don't have the problem with The Rock. The problem no. is none of this makes sense. <laughs> With what they've been providing us, and in fact, it flies right in the face of everything that all the storytelling, all the years of building, all the other stuff like that. It actually also flies in the face of people who said last year, 
it wasn't Cody's time. He just got here. He mm-hmm. hasn't done anything. But people mm-hmm. are also willing to accept The Rock. <laughs> who? Well, it, that's what's killing me is all the best for business niggas. Oh it's all about God. money, man. You've got it's to understand. About- you've got to understand. WWE is a business. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you got to understand that this show has been sold out. with. I, I, I shudder to say. This show has been sold out under the guise and the and the almost unimplied promise that it's going to be Cody and Roman again and people wanting to see that. Is it safe to say that? This show, to me, no matter what, whether The Rock was there or not, and The Rock wasn't even originally supposed to be there last year, by every metric, this WrestleMania was going to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is. Not even just from a ticket standpoint, from social metrics, <laughs> from talk, from business, from economy. WWE is moving in such a with such great momentum right now. There's no way that this would not have beaten anything from any prior WrestleMania. WWE is just too hot right now. Everything is cooking. Mm-hmm. So the fact that people are telling me that you got to understand WWE is a business and The Rock puts butts in seats or The Rock is the bigger draw or something like that, WWE is the draw. The Rock has not been on WWE television actively mm-hmm. for almost two decades. <laughs> I mean, ho- let me go. Almost a decade. I'm bugging. Punk thing and Cena thing. For yeah. almost a decade. Has not been actively on WWE television. In fact, what has been the draw has been the compelling stories and characters that they've built over the last number of years that this motherfucker has not been here. <laughs> yeah, like the story isn't, the story was always, I'd love to do it in interviews and things like that. The story was never explicitly put there until January 3rd when The Rock said, Should The Rock eat in a bar? Eat in a car? The Rock. Eat at the head of the table. Like that's never been that's that's never been the story. The story has been what's completely made up in the fans' minds, but not explicitly said on TV. So, like, what are y'all even talking and about? There's a, and there's a reason why it hasn't been explicitly told on TV is because The Rock has been completely non-committal for the last five years. Yeah, and until the and, and another thing that's come out. There's a lot of things coming out here, Mills. There's uh, this was always the plan. This wasn't the plan. Triple this H is, is part of his. This is part of his. Uh, him coming onto the board was also getting a main event of WrestleMania. I was like, "What the crock of shit is this?" <laughs> I, yeah, I would have. Like, or, or the Rock was pushing for this. The big one to me was the one that I feel like is more truth, truthful than anything is that the Rock saying or, or people saying that the Rock um, did this so he could save WrestleMania. I think that I think that part is probably some truth to it. I could see him thinking that. Um, but WrestleMania didn't need save. I mean, granted, there's a lot of with Punk going down in the same week as the Vince thing going on in the same week and all this other stuff like that. It definitely it's bad, but I don't think it was at any point a cause for real concern heading into Mania, knowing that you're still two, three months away from it. Mm-hmm. Um and that literally crowds have not if attendance went down if people started stopped watching if all this other stuff that's why wrestling is such in a weird bubble right people are very aware of the Vince McMahon allegations but it's not enough of a groundbreaking story that penetrates through pop culture like the other ones um because wrestling is such a weird bubble very niche kind of thing yeah. and then also yeah. i think it's because of 
Vince McMahon's character as well and all this other stuff like that that people are attached to. Um, but I don't think at any point The Rock was saving WrestleMania. He's like, he, can't say, he can't even save the DCU. They, they didn't even want him saving that. Listen, and WWE again, might be saving him, to be honest with you. It, and to me, it looks really desperate. It, it looks like this is the last place I have any social cash. The last place I have any clout is here, right? So this happens. We're questioning it. We know that it's going to be Roman Rock. We're questioning how this even works within the context of the, the Cody story for him to give it up because he explicitly says, and I almost feel like who sent Cody out there to say any of that stuff? For him to say, I don't. I want this belt, but I don't want Seth's belt, but I want to take you down, but I, I want this guy to do it for me first. It's almost like, how do you even walk it back, right? Live events happened last weekend. And I said this, I said, you are, you are, they're playing a deadly game here because what you're doing right now is you're giving Rock a reason to be fucking booed. And people are like, no, he's not going to be booed. It's Y'all The Rock. Don't know. Y'all don't know The Rock like we know The Rock. <laughs> he's not going to get booed. Uh, buddy. Yes, he is. <laughs> Bro. And he was booed. It and they booed in- him wrong. He's not up against. He's not bigger than being booed. The only one who would be bulletproof, if they walked out, if Stone Cold Steve Austin walked out and said he was challenging Roman Reigns, it might be a different story. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I I would honestly pop for that. I'd be like, all right, like, <laughs> I think it's Stone Cold. What are you gonna do, baby? Um, the Rock has a little bit more um, dirt on his name over the last number of years, and also he's been in situations where he has not been favorable. A plenty of times throughout WWE history. That is why when we look at this thing, when people are trying to tell us, oh, the IWC, you know, this is just, you know, y'all are this vocal minority who, um, you know, who are not clamoring for this, but in real life, real people want it. Do you think that casuals are buying as many tickets to WrestleMania as people who are genuinely passionate about WWE? Or buying WrestleMania tickets back in what when did they go on sale? August? Because they yeah. said, Oh, the rock might be coming to this one. I don't think that was the idea that anyone had when when those tickets were announced. I think the idea that people had as soon as Cody lost was we're running this back next year. I, I'm just gonna be honest. That was the that was a general thought. I we I talked to you in the parking lot of SoFi Stadium and I said, they gotta run this back, right? Like they, it, it can't just end like this. It's just even in Vince's worst moments, never been like this bad. <laughs> like, it, like he's done some dumb shit in terms of just being the a, a, a piss poor Booker at times, but it ain't never been this egregious, right? I, I'm trying it's to remember shit, but but never where it's like turning on it's, a baby face that is clearly still over. He's never done that. Like Roman. Yeah. Won- Roman want that over. And it's just <laughs> not not essentially pulling the rug under something that you've already established as is happening. Unless it was like some injury or some sort of something that kind of like happened. But you can't have Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble twice. Point to thing. Essentially build out the story. Market finishing the story. There's a whole video game surrounding this, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then say... You know, The Rock is the bigger draw. He's going to save WrestleMania. It's not that easy. And mm-hmm. people have shown, people have voiced their concerns. Don't get me wrong. The public reaction to it has been 
It it varies. It's it's from, eighty twenty. I'll be real. It's eighty twenty. I, I only see it. The, honestly, the rock fans are a vocal minority at this point. No, I don't. They are. Rock. Yeah, they are the vocal minority at this point. But also, people are fucking insane. So people are making death threats and all types of other stuff like that. Um, but it's ruining. It's not ruining. I don't think it's ruining the business. But it's causing a major distraction in terms of what they want going on um, with a lot of those things. Ricochet comes out. <laughs> It says, I mean, um, what's my name? O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son. Um, you know, he's in favor of The Rock, and he's doing this whole thing, and he's getting all types of death threats and all those things. And then someone, Ricochet, comments on it, and he also receives the smoke on it. You go on WWE's Instagram page, and they're getting the smoke on it. You go on their YouTube page, and the video for this thing is the most disliked video that WWE has ever had. So they're getting smoke for it. And... People are just like, it's online. It doesn't matter. It's about the right. people who buy the tickets. It's about right. this. It's about that. And I'm just like, bro, you have no fucking clue. Like these are these are people, these are people who are writing for ESPN. These are people who are writing for major publications that are trying to tell you that this thing doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it does it absolutely does matter. Like it 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 does matter. The people who are upset, they do have a right to have this voice and and to be fucking frustrated about this because ultimately, meals, the it goes back to the fact that they almost made Cody too good of a babyface at this point. Where people, if it was Cena, no one would have like at the time Cena was making money. But I feel like if this was John Cena at the time, nobody would have gave a fuck. No, nobody would have a fuck. But because, because honest, yeah, Cody, yeah, yeah, because Cody is who he is. He's made such a impression on people, and he hasn't won the big one yet. So there's no, there's not a, there's not a um something that's like essentially like, oh, he's entitled with any of this. He hasn't actually won anything yet. That's what we've been waiting for. (laughs) I would argue. I would argue that, like, honestly, at the very least, even if you don't like him, I think a lot of people just want to see him see it through. (laughs) <laughs> because this, this is a story that y'all have y'all have crafted and created and now you're saying oh never mind or or if the, the worst thing they could do right now is to use the rock as a ploy which i don't think they're doing as a ploy to get cody more over he's not going to be more over he is the most over as he's ever going to get this year you make a guy and you make and, and you want somebody to take over for roman when he eventually goes on vacation or whatever cody is that guy ro- ro- the rock is not that guy and also, what was also killing me, Mills, is people who hate part-timers like Ro- Roman, but are popping for a part-timer like The Rock coming in and taking that spot. I think that that doesn't rub me. That, that rubs me the wrong way. In There's a lot of so ways. many hypocrites. Not like hypocrites, in the, but like I don't think y'all are using your whole brain when you come with this argument and you try to explain to me as if you're explaining it to like a five-year-old or something about why The Rock is better in this than Cody. And I'm like, you're being disingenuous. You're being patronizing. You've half the time you don't know what you're talking about, all, <laughs> you, um, and then also like, who are you to try to explain that? Like, listen, we do the show every week. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, just in terms of and business, we, right, right, right. Of and we, that's what I'm about to say. Like, we are also one of the rare people who analyze it from a business standpoint and a marketing standpoint as well. We don't sit here and just talk about why someone should have won and why someone should have lost. We talk about how the metrics and how. It serves a bigger purpose. And we use both of our experience with things like that to pretty much say, like, hey, this is why these things happen. Um, whereas a lot of these people, no offense, are just talking out of their asses. 
I'm so yeah. mad at that ESPN article because I'm like, bro, they're like, oh, this could be another spectacle like The Rock and Hogan. The Rock was booed against Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even watch the match. <laughs> he was booed. I'm not sure what they have on Peacock now. Maybe they changed it or something along those lines. Maybe they added in the DVD some cheers, but he was booed vociferously against Hogan. They wanted he, Hogan. He had to work heel. And in this case, you're going to turn your biggest your biggest heel in your company that you've ever had into a motherfucking baby face by facing The Rock. He's going to smash The Rock on the mic. <laughs> you saw what he did to Seth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I guess when Roman don't give a fuck no more, that's the type of shit he does. He's an impenetrable force. There's nothing you can really go up against. Uh, he doesn't work as much days. That's not a creative insult. You don't have that much insults for Roman Reigns. He's been the champion for almost 1,400 days or over 1,400 days. And you've been the rock. Yeah. It's <laughs> not been a kind last two years for the rock, to be honest with you, in his field and outside of his field. It's a so, great opportunity. Go ahead. So this YouTube video, it's 500K dislikes. It might be more than that now. It starts spreading to other videos. And at this point, like you said, uh, Mills, is taking away from actual legitimate stories that they're trying to build for WrestleMania, with the, with, namely being the, the Bailey thing that we're going to talk about on Patreon today. It's spreading. And I feel like if they don't, well, they're going to take care of it on Thursday. They're going to, it's going to be what it is on Thursday. Whatever it is, we just got to be prepared to, to face it. They're hyping this press conference up as a big deal. Well, shout out to Cody for quelling it in a sense because the likes are back to normal now <laughs> on future videos. Like the the Cody one, it's very little likes now. Cody and Drew from Raw and all this other stuff like that. But they had to do that to quell because it was it's getting it was getting way too rapid. Yeah, very, and very and they did. It, it was a very concerted effort to walk a lot of that stuff back. Michael Cole, Pat McAfee. What they did, they said it countless times throughout the show on Monday. Well, we didn't announce anything, or nobody announced anything. So you know, you know, everyone's just doing this because they love them. They, you saw the, the 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 you saw the the fucking signs in the crowd and everything like that. Like you can't downplay this. And people have been comparing it to the Yes Movement. I'm like, I, I don't even, I don't even think I could do that. I, I honestly feel like the the Cody's probably a little bit or a lot a bit more over than Brian was at that point. To be honest with you, like. These motherfuckers love him. It's to a point where I was like, bro, I hated this motherfucker damn near for seven years. You know how yes. crazy we look for yes. lobbying for Cody Rhodes to be at the WrestleMania? <laughs> like, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like this before. Raw starts with uh, Rocky Sucks chants, and you see Seth Rollins wanting to laugh. <laughs> like, Seth is like, yo, what do we do here? But um, Seth's like, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and it's like with, with, with seth it's almost like you have to know that he's self-aware enough to know that that's not that what the position he's in is fucked up right like he knows this position that he's in is really fucked up but also they both know like this was going to happen they both knew that and you're putting them in this position where they have to try and sell the storyline that nobody wants to see Seth says i want to face you they start booing him they love seth they start booing the shit out of him come on man Cody says practically nothing yeah. <laughs> um, at all. He said, and I'm guessing they're saving the promo for Thursday. I'm saying they're saving everything for Thursday. To be honest with you, it's very um, Super Bowl week, very strategic, having this press conference, announcing so, them. 
the Vegas thing. That's why I was so sure it was Rock versus Roman, right? And now everyone's saying it's a work, it's a work, it's been a work since the beginning. You everyone's been now. It's, it's a work now. It's yeah. A work now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't on Friday. Thing, right, right. It wasn't on Friday because at Friday, essentially what they had to do, and we'll talk about it with the Bailey thing, you kind of had to establish these WrestleMania matches outside of the women's championship ones. You kind of had to establish your big two main events going into this massive Super Bowl press conference that they're gonna have being streamed on Peacock, being streamed on YouTube, being streamed everywhere. It's going to be in Vegas where the Super Bowl is being held. A lot of cross-promotion, a lot of sponsors, a lot of all these other things as well. Um, so they had to get it. That's why I'm like, listen, The Rock and Roman Reigns ending SmackDown with that little Chiron thing is not It's not <laughs> a coincidence, bro. Like, it was, we, you've seen television, right? Yeah, it was it was literally them saying this is the new match, and then they said, "Oh fuck, somebody in there." I don't know if it's Triple H or somebody above him. Someone has to be saying, "I told you so," and it's probably H, right? It probably has to be him saying, "I told you this was going to happen," and now we have to come up with something different. I know that these motherfuckers haven't been sleeping though all week because you know what they did? They put out a video of Shinsuke Nakamura attacking Cody at a, at a live event, and niggas <laughs> said they killed that video too. They've been killing the Rock, and let me say for on, for the Rock's sake. You should, he should really, my boy, my boy, stop fucking tweeting and talking. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Because you're you tweeting through it, trying to act like y'all just don't know what's about to happen. I love the reaction from the fans. I'm like, bro, look at your comments though. What about those? It's the same way. It's the same thing that happened when Baywatch came out and flopped. And he, and he, he kept talking about like the Lithuanian news outlets that love the movie and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Like that shit. <laughs> like that fucking movie. I hate when people are not self-aware. Like, yeah. Or it choose to ignore it in favor of other things. Like it's it's not a very becoming trait of an actual superstar talent. So um, my question to you is this, Mr. Okay. Me. My question to you is this. How <laughs> how <laughs> How do you walk this back and make it up to people on Thursday? Uh, <laughs> I envy whoever's in the position to do this because it's a real stupid situation they put themselves in. I'm not against The Rock. I just don't think The Rock should... I don't think The Rock is the final answer and the only answer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a place for The Rock at this WrestleMania, and it'd be great to have The Rock at this WrestleMania. But I think in terms of importance, I think in terms of what's going to continue moving you forward throughout the rest of the year and what has brought you great riches throughout the last year, it's Cody. And to be honest with you, it um, it fortifies everything that H has been doing over the last two years. Yeah, It says that this guy had the idea and he has spurred such a an incredibly compelling character that people are willing to go out their way and almost um, riot against the machine of what they've been chosen for. And, and, and again, part of it's also WWE fans have been through this like 8 million times of being told this is the guy and you're going to deal with it. And at this point, we're no longer going to deal with it. But again, it's because of Cody and it's because of how beloved he is and it's because of the story that they've created and this narrative and how they've pushed it that made it so compelling everyone talking about dusty sun every fucking week on the show and all this other shit like that um 
it's tough. I'm very, I think a, a triple threat would be the bare minimum of something I would consider. But it's definitely <laughs> a possibility. <laughs> Don't nobody want a triple threat, man. That's what I'm Don't saying. Want... But also, we not having Roman work both nights. I, I, I not think, working both nights. I think I think he's gonna have to suck it up and work both nights. I think that's the the only way that you make this you make this right. And I said it this morning. I was like, it's probably Cody Roman night one, Roman Rock night two. And I think you let Cody ride right over to the sunset and have his and have his WWE and The Rock and Roman have their little fucking circle jerk uh, on Sunday, whatever. They I mean, that's do. probably how it's gonna go because they're going to say like essentially. Cody, you're gonna say I said not at WrestleMania night two. <laughs> <laughs> Age is gonna be like, well, you're both gonna get what you want because. <laughs> On Saturday, we'll see Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the Undisputed. And everyone's, yeah. And then, like, on Sunday, we'll have Roman Reigns versus the Great One, The Rock. Get the fuck off the stage. (laughs) Nothing is going to fix this because you know what, Mills? You fucked it up the first time. (laughs) So now, no one, like, you fucked it up so bad, nobody wants to see this nigga no more. That's how crazy it is. They don't want to see him at all. <laughs> they don't want to see The Rock at all. Like Listen, maybe man. he can come back for SummerSlam, but right now it's too hot, bro. That's the same shit they told him at, at, at DC. The same thing James Gunn told him at DC. It's too hot, bro. You gotta you gotta move around. <laughs> you gotta move to the side, my nigga. Because uh, it's, it's too hot for you right now, and I don't know how to fix it. I really don't know how to fix this shit no more. Listen. It's it's Thursday. It, a lot hinges on Thursday. A lot really does hinge on Thursday. I I don't envy. I said this before on the show, and I didn't think it would be about this, but I I said like I do not envy the position of of one Triple H having to end the Roman Reigns storyline, and I still feel that way because how do you end something that has been so kind of unanimous with the COVID era and with the era that they came out of it, the boom that they've had since then. How do you end something that has been so unanimous and, and so kind of like we, we've been around it for a long time, almost five right. years. How do you right. end it? And to me right now, they're not they're not doing a good job or a service to this title. I would say the past year, Roman after Mania has been like the least interesting that it's been. I mean, OK, maybe after Crown Jewel or whatever, whatever Jay pinned him. That was after that. It was kind of like, all right, what do we do now? Yeah. It is time to get the belt off this man. It is time to move forward. The fans want, I think more so than anything, the fans want to see Roman lose. I, I think that's really the, the, the long and the short of it is that they want to see this guy finally get his comeuppance. He can't keep winning. He can't keep getting away with this. And I think fan, fans are just tired of seeing it. And I think if you spend the entire WrestleMania 40 dismantling that entire thing, it probably goes well. Um, but I can't imagine people are going to be very favorable to The Rock moving forward over the next couple of months. But no. if you if you want to pro, can, you with the double night thing with Roman working both nights, you have the opportunity to continue the road with the Cody thing and also feature The Rock in certain places. Um, but it's listen, this is a bad look, man. It's just bad. It's fucking stupid, and all of you are stupid for also. <laughs> 
coming up and trying to talk to people as if they're idiots and stuff like that. I've been wanting to call people stupid for the last number of days because I don't normally get into that kind of stuff, but I also feel like people have the right to be mad at something that they've invested in and the right to voice their opinions about it. Right. And when people come in and try to essentially say like, like for instance, Sami Zayn, love Sami Zayn, but again, there are bigger issues in the world. It's like, we can also, we can acknowledge both of them at the same time. Just be completely clear. Yeah. Um, we can that acknowledge that. But then Sami comes out, Sami comes out and he's like, talking like like shouting out cody on monday it was it was weird like i'm, I'm nothing's wrong with what, what sammy said or, or did but it's like last year you was in the same position bro and niggas was going up for you and and, yeah. and people would have killed for you last year i just think it was it was odd timing on on his part to do that i agree i agree but i think you can do both and i think people are i think people who want the rock you're completely validated and wanted the rock this has been a story that's been you know not necessarily a story but this has been a match that people have wanted for years. It it's not it's not WWE's fault. It never fucking happened, and it's not Roman's fault. It never happened. So there you go. But um, there's also much to the credence, same as you believe in that match. There's also the belief in that Cody's story. People want it to be finished. It's a great story. WWE for a long time never had like these very good cyclical stories that actually had a beginning, middle, conflict, resolution, and end. And now yeah. they're finally giving it to us. People want that too. So I'm just saying, don't talk down to people who clearly, they're clearly upset because essentially the story has dictated one thing and now they're being thrown into other and forced to accept it. Most people yeah. are not going to accept these things, especially Gen Z and Gen Millennials and stuff like that. Oh, we're not willing to yeah. just bow down and accept shit. Yeah, you see that. I mean, you see the online task force. It's over. They, they fix it. We want Cody. We want Cody. Yeah. Fix it. Then they think it's coming back with We Want Rock. Come on, man. That shit ain't even trend. <laughs> <laughs> we Want Rock. Who, bro? Come on, man. This is the biggest. Listen, if you would have told me seven years ago that Cody would be a bigger deal than the fucking Rock, come on now. Come on now. I would have said you were crazy. I would have called you a fucking madman. He's more important than The Rock right now in that company. And I think The Rock needs to understand that, and I think he needs to. I think he needs to to truly try and make the guy instead of trying to making him trying to make himself. Absolutely, I, I think that's what he needs to do. He needs to step aside. Step quick aside, quick, old man. Absolutely. Quick question, not related to this. Maybe we can use this as a transition point. Um, do are you familiar with the Stardom Rossi? I, I, I I'm familiar with Rossi in terms of like what he's done for the for the for the youth. Um, okay. but in, in terms of that situation, um, I think that it's quite interesting how many, again, that like you said about wrestling journalists, how many people have gotten it wrong in that sense and how many people have like truly like, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they've, they've been like saying wild shit about Rossi and what he's done. They've called him like a trafficker. They said he was working for WWE. They said he was poaching niggas. And then the story comes out and everyone like doesn't walk anything back. I just think that's funny. Yeah. That's kind of. It was very, very strange. And it was like, oh, he's, he wanted to create his own thing, but he's not trying to poach anybody. Everyone's saying he's going to WWE, all this other stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, no one really walks it back. So we shall see. All right. Yeah. Well, if you enjoyed this conversation, continue to take the ride on it because we got two more. <laughs> yeah. 
Come on this ride with us. <laughs> Here go two more for you. Um, because we're about to hop on Patreon to talk about Raw. Well, SmackDown and Raw from the last couple of weeks. Everything, I guess, non-rock related. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com backslash the HORNC. Um, make sure you continue to follow us at the HORNC on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere that we uh, promote the show. Um, any final words for our non-patrons? Uh, no, make sure you check us out next week. Um, I'm I'm going to I'm going to preach positivity for next week's episode. <laughs> I'm going to put it. I'm, I'm manifesting a positive outcome that we will be excited to talk about next week. The system might be the system might be dismantled by Thursday. We don't know. <laughs> the, the sold outness. <laughs> it might be look like an AEW show by the come next week. So we'll we'll see. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for watching. Uh, or not watching, listen to the to the show this week and we'll, we'll be back with you guys next week. So for meals, I'm Justin. Peace out. <laughs>